0: Welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a Word and Spirit-based ministry, because we are born of the Word and born of the Spirit. His god giving mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure Word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, and to take the Gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the Word and a passionate teacher of the Word of God, and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section, or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jadu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Mm.
1: Mary picked up an alabaster jar filled with nearly a liter of extremely rare and costly perfume. If you have the the Bible on the TPT, sometimes they put a comment. When you check, they can give you an idea of how much it cost. And it said, the purest extract of nard. And she anointed Jesus' feet. Feet. Not body. Not feet. It's like expensive oil. Like feet. Then she wiped them dry with her hair. And the fragrance of the costly oil filled the house. See? But Judas the locksmith Simon's son. I'll go and find out why they mention Simon. There should be a relation to why is Simon's son, the betrayer, <laughs> spoke up and said, mm, What a waste! The oil that was poured at Jesus' feet, he said, What a waste! We could have sold this perfume for a fortune and given the money to the poor. This statement is not far fetched from today. Today, when you work in the house of God, when you serve in the house of God, they think it's a waste. Are you the only person that you have closed why won't you close? Why are you guy? Hey, you are oh, you have a meeting, meeting. If I can give that attention to the corporate world, I can give better to the house of God. Yeah. To the house of God. But people see it differently. It depends on where your heart is or where your treasure is. Yes, Look, and they said it's a waste. He said it's a waste. Using the oil on Jesus, you are saying it's a waste. But if you are using it on, I mean, it's not a waste. (laughs) That same money you are giving to the church, that they are saying is a waste, is too much. When you give to another person, it is not, but to God it is. Everything God is a waste. Because people are manipulated. The devil is the one that makes it look like. Two years ago, the whole world was talking about tithe. Tight, 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 and why, and people arguments here and there. You should just know that the devil was just the one playing out. Playing out. So he said, We could have sold this perfume for a fortune and given the money to the poor. I'm sure when somebody heard Judas, like, Oh, he's making sense, oh, because they are poor people. If somebody buys me a Range Rover right now, or a Bugatti, or something. I'm sure somebody somewhere will say, oh, it's man of God. Maybe you have poor people. Why don't you sell it and share to everybody? Is your president sharing money for everybody. The one you pay your taxes to. Once it is God, we must listen to the minds of the... It's not the people who... They are being influenced. So simple. Because we don't share money at church. We raise people and teach them. If they will respond, it would work for them. Sometimes it might not happen in a day, in a week. Look at Pastor Chris. I was, we was watching a video today and he said her daughter, when she was four years, she became lame. She couldn't walk. Meanwhile, the father would go for crusades and be healing people off the wheelchair, etc. But the daughter was home. She couldn't walk. They took her to the hospital. The doctor said, unfortunately, you know their language. I'm sorry to announce to you. ABC. Then he said, okay, bring her home. Started praying, declaring. He said, let, me, let us work the word of God. You know, over the child. He said, month upon month, he will keep declaring. You will walk, you will run. He said, you will walk, you will run, you will jump. You will walk, you will run, you will jump. started declaring it. It didn't happen immediately. Month upon month, until her birthday. When she wanted to, she had to cut her cake, they had to carry her. And he was standing up there, he was like, her Tears were in his eyes. I said, My daughter. They said, Bring my daughter back to, to me. Laid her down, prayed and prayed, and prayed, declared months upon she didn't walk then. Sometimes you must hold on to your faith because it might not happen immediately. But the point is, you must be so convinced that it has happened after several months. Now they went to the park to go and play. Then all of a sudden, she started walking. Started walking. Then they called him and he came around and the child started running and started jumping. Now her declaration had come to pass. She ran, she jumped, she walked. You might not see it now, but you see, you don't need anybody to tell you how to hold on to your faith. It might not happen now. It might happen in the next 25 years. You know, as ministers, sometimes you can see people that you know. And you can see their ministry. You can see numbers. You can see a lot of things. And you might feel that you are not doing well. You know, when we went for the games, there were a lot of people I prayed for. They were getting you. There was a young man with something, you know, a lot of, you know, yeah. After praying for him, we were watching him and the things started vanishing. Mommy, you saw it. It started from his forehead. Then we all like, hey, look, look, look. That thing was started leaving. Somebody can't breathe. You pray for the person and it's gone. You know, a whole lot of things. You're like, God, Charlie, showcase me. To go and do what? <laughs> then the Lord said, I've called you as a teacher to raise people. Not everybody will start a Bible school, but I have been given the, the go ahead to start a Bible school and a training center. To raise people, deliberately teach them. So I don't need to comp- God said to me, you will never have crusades like they do. Mine is, a, is different. You don't need to copy to do what another is doing. You saw we, we saw in first Corinthians chapter 3. So you compare yourselves and it's of the flesh. My, once you start looking into somebody's ministry, you have lost focus. Look into yours, stop stop standing in yours and looking at another. you have your own life to focus on live your life, focus on your life and stop looking at how people are doing their measure is not your measure Pastor Chris says that the fact that somebody is doing well does not mean you are failing but you see you need the word of God to help you stand and know that you are not failing because sometimes it is not easy their measurement is not your measurement can you see this He said, for you are living your life dominated. Dominated by the mindset. So the problem is not God, it's not the devil, it's the mindset. The mindset of the flesh, why? Because once you see the mindset of the flesh, it means that the word of God is not going in. Because he said, be transformed by the renewing of the mind. You can't tell me you love everything by the word. He said, do you compare yourselves with others? Do you quarrel like Children? Children? And end up taking sides. Don't do this. Alright? Okay. Go back to, go to James chapter 1. Verse 20. Say, I refuse, to give the devil a, a I refuse to give the devil a foothold. And we've learned that anger is one area that gives him a foothold. So anybody that is trying to get you angry, just know that Satan has come to bribe him or her. So you have quick temper. Hmm. Hmm. You are, Satan has his credit card with you. Look at it. For the wrath of man worketh no... reckon no what? The righteousness of God. For the wrath of man. It doesn't work the right... So once you enter into that area, you cannot unleash righteousness. But the Bible says that for you have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And what we expect you to do is to, is to walk in the way of righteousness. Can you see this? Yes, sir. But there's one thing that can withhold you from walking in righteousness. Is that the wrath of man? Not the wrath of God. TBT. For human anger is never a legitimate tool to, pro- to promote what? God's righteous purpose. Mm. Did you see that? For human anger is never a legitimate tool To what? Promote God's righteous purpose. Do you want to promote God's righteous purpose? Then let anger stay out. Let anger stay out. Otherwise, you cannot promote it. You can't. You are full of love. The Bible says the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart. Walk in that mandate. See, if you walk in human anger, you might think you are doing things for God, but you are not. The Bible is telling you that that one cannot promote God's righteousness. So you are doing something else that might look like righteousness, but it is not. Did you Did not hear what he said in the last day? Some will say, Lord, I did this in your name. And he said, you workers of iniquity, they use his name. They did a lot of things. So they work in some kind of knowledge or activity, but they didn't have the knowledge. That's why I keep telling you, when we get to heaven, you, you know a lot of men of God and people you have heard, but there will be surprises in heaven. You cannot be you cannot be working in this you' are a man of God, you are exchanging insults you know with other people talking about other men of God, you know angry blah 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 and you think you are you are promoting God's righteousness no, you are doing something that's that is similar it's like the old testament's righteousness the righteousness they had was was some kind of righteousness that the Bible says looks like filthy rags. Until Abraham showed up and the Bible says his righteousness is the righteousness that we follow after. Why not the righteousness of, 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 of Noah? Why not the other righteousness? Because God called them righteous. But he did not allow us to follow after that. Because what propelled that righteousness was not the knowledge of God's son. But when Abraham had an encounter with Jesus Christ, he received the righteousness of God. And the Bible says that anyone that is of faith is, of the, is the son of Abraham. So you can be embarking on an agenda. You think you are doing so much for God. I see people by the roadside, evangelists, you know, preaching, insulting people, you know, you, you, condemning people here and there. But they think they are promoting righteousness. But they are not. They are not. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. For human anger is never, never a tool legitimate to to promote God's righteousness. Let me show you another one. Go to um, chapter 3. Chapter 3 from verse 13. If you consider yourself to be wise and one who understands the ways of God, advertise it with a beautiful fruitful life guided by wisdom's gentleness. Never brag or boast about what you've done and you will prove that you are truly wise. Go on. And who who causes people to boast about things? The devil. See, whatever God says you shouldn't do, that is what he pushes you into. And he said, but if there is better jealousy, bitter jealousy, sorry, or competition hiding in your heart, then don't deny it and try to compensate it for boasting and being phony. Amplified here, 14. But if you have bitter jealousy, envy, and contention, rivalry, selfish ambition in your heart, do not pride yourself on it. Do not pride yourself on it. And thus be in defiance of and force of the truth. This is amazing. But if you have bitter jealousy envy and contention. You know, there are some people, they always want to be first in this life. See, when it comes to the things of God, eh, don't ever make God feel like he made a bad decision. Have you seen Paul before? Do you know how he looks like? Look at how God chose David. When David's senior brother, the Bible says he was handsome tall, thick, money, broad chest. I'm sure it was even six Harry or something. Because he was part of the military. Yet, God said no, not him. Now when God has chosen, even if when God chooses Joshua as our leader, we must honor him, not because of him, but because of God that called him. So Joshua says tomorrow, everybody bring chalk. Come and write on the table We say, what kind of decision is this? No. No, the Spirit of, unless you don't believe that the Spirit of God are moving through your leaders. Now, when you start living like that, can I tell you something? You will never know the move of the Spirit. Sometimes you get to understand the move of the Spirit when you see how He moves through human. Yeah. And by now, you should know me. I can be talking about prayer today. The next moment, we are talking about something else. We are moving because that's how I'm moved. Yes, sir. I'm not those people that plan. No, I don't do that. I move by the Spirit. So, we are moving today and then I'm talking about something else. Then we move. We are talking about this. Yeah. Then you say, oh, what kind of decision is he taking? Is that what you tell your your, 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 your manager? Ben- CEO today, why are you guys moving? Why are we changing software? You just comply. And then you answer. I'm trying to help you. Don't allow the. hmm. The way you want to enjoy next year. You can be screaming and hoping. I told you, next year is bringing nothing. It has nothing to offer. It is what you use it for. Leave every envy, gossip, jealousy, strife, bitterness, selfishness, rivalry. Leave them here. Leave them. And begin to walk in the ways of righteousness. What is righteousness? Right standing with God. Right things. God is a good God, but he doesn't do good things. He does right things. May you do right things every day of your life. As you do this, it's in accordance with heaven's mandate. The Bible says, and when Adam named the animals, the Bible says, when God came, he said, it is right. Which means that if God himself had named the animals, he would have named them exactly as Adam named the animals. Are you with me? Haven't you heard people say that, oh, I had a dream. God said I should marry you. Have you heard that thing before? Now, if you walk in righteousness, if God showed you a dream or spoke to you, that marriage will never end. Then after four years, five years, it ends. Then you ask yourself, which God spoke to him? See, you are a Christian. You are are now the righteousness of God. Learn to walk in righteousness. You cannot walk in righteousness without the word of God the word of God is your staff it's your light it's your lamp it's your wisdom it's your energy it's your revelation the word of God is everything you need for this life you forsake it the opposite will happen to you that's why I keep telling you for example you are sick there are two choices it's either you use your faith to receive healing or you go to the hospital for them to cut you. It's a choice. But some people say, oh, the word of God doesn't work. You never tried it. Yeah. You never tried it. The nurse say, oh, prophet, you like it? Don't worry, there are plenty of people that will come. He said, do not pride yourselves on it. And that's being defiance of and false to the truth. 15, uh-huh. This superficial wisdom is not such as come down from above, but is earthly and spiritual. You see, the Bible calls it animal, Even devilish demonic. Some wisdom. Some wisdom are demonic. Then he said, For wherever there is jealousy, now I want you to notice something here. For wherever there is jealousy, envy, and contention, rivalry, and selfish ambition, there is also there will also be what confusion, unrest, disharmony, rebellion, and this will, this one hit me and all sort of evil, and vile practices. Wherever there is jealousy, there will be evil, all sort of evil. The King James goes straight to the point. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. So when envying starts, strife starts, just note that there will be every form of evil. See, you don't understand why all of a sudden you start having what they call attacks. You start having bad things happening to you. The devil rising is, you know, just watch out. Watch out. Something is happening. The first place to ask is oh, how many people are in my heart? If God alone is in my heart, then it's fine. But most of the time, you have a prison of people in your heart somewhere. You envy people for nothing. Yeah. When we put you into one room, you will never talk. Immediately you see the person you are. You are boiling. When the person, everybody can say one thing. When that person says it, it's a problem. And you think you love. No. No you see all these things is satan manipulating because of his agenda what does he want to do he wants you to give him a foothold an opportunity and a place but the bible says what don't give satan a place don't give satan a place god is telling you he's advising you don't give satan a place if somebody wants to get you angry don't give the devil a place when somebody you have given loan to somebody the person is not paying, say it's a gift take. Do you know who caused it? For all you know is the devil that influenced the person not to pay. Do you know who owes you? The devil. I'll show you a scripture. Now, if it has happened to you, go and calculate all the money. He must pay seven times.
0: <laughs>
1: Seventeen. but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be what? Entreated, full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. This is the wisdom that is above, from above. So you ask yourself, what kind of wisdom do I, do I possess? Do I show forth? No wonder he said that if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Lord, who giveth what? ungrudgingly. To anyone that asks him. Because that wisdom. That is from above. First of all. Is pure. Then peaceable. Gentle. Easy to be entreated. Full of mercy. Good fruits. Without partiality. And without what? Hypocrisy. Today when people. Men of God have churches. And they are growing. Automatically they want to pull their children to take on the baton when they had been working with people for all these years. Who said God said your children should be? Who said so? You don't decide who you want to. Do you remember when Jacob was praying for Joseph's children? Joseph wanted his second born to rather be the first. Is that correct? And then Joseph was uh, Jacob was almost blind and they switched. The Bible says that and Jacob switched his hand as well. And touch the the firstborn with his right hand. You don't decide who should take over. It is God that decides. Look at the way everybody says, I am the nation prophet. There's nothing like nation prophet. It was in the Old Testament. Now God doesn't deal with nation nation. He has a nation. Oh, you are a peculiar people. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. We are the people that God deals with. So right now, it's become a fight. Everybody is a nation prophet. Once I can see and prophesy, I want to become the nation prophet. You want to become a nation prophet. So when you are prophesying, I'm sitting now with you and that this one is not heavy. The mandate of a prophet is to equip the saints, equip the body of Christ. So you are a nation prophet in your church, but your people don't like going for evangelism. They are not preaching the word of God, they are not raising people. You are not embarking on the mandate. People are all, all stuck with the Old Testament. You know, the way they used to behave. Now, God doesn't behave like that. God doesn't behave like that. When COVID came, I never saw on TV or on, on social media these people that called themselves who were healing people from, of COVID, etc. You see? Everybody wants fans. The ministry is not for fans making or gathering. It is for equipping the saints. So you come here, we give you the word of God, we equip you that you can go out there. When I'm here, I see some of you going by the road. People are passing you. You go to them. Even during the sports. I saw some of you by the roadside sharing flyers, talking to people. You know, that is how. The Bible says you equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Ephesians 4? 11. If you're under somebody who is not growing you, equipping you, they have missed the thing. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some what pastors and some teachers today. Have you ever heard any man of God call himself teacher so Nobody likes teacher, but it's part of it. Everybody likes prophet, apostle, evangelist, pastor. But nobody has ever taken teacher. Teacher the anything. But next time, when they hear you teach, they're like, Wow. Nobody wants to walk in the power. In the power, how can you teach and not walk in power? How it is impossible, and they get it wrong. Let I mean, You know why they get it wrong. The scripture that Paul said that for our teaching was not only in words but in demonstrations of power, he was not talking about operating the power gift, he was saying that the words that they were speaking, the word of wisdom, produced power. So, the words that they were teaching was producing power. The Bible says, And when Jesus touched the word, said the power of God was made available to heal the. Today, the youth, they don't want to fall in love with the word. They don't. Because they think the word of God doesn't do anything. I'm telling you, if you want to see a growing church, go there, call sick people. If you keep finding sick people every time, they are not growing. Because one of the easiest faith that you can teach your people is healing. They are sick in their homes, they heal themselves. That is when you know that people are growing. They can respond to healing. Every day they are falling. Every day this. Every day that. Oh. See, growth is not in numbers. Growth is in the people. It's called equipping. Equipping of the saints. He said, And my speech and my preaching was not in enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration. He said, My speech was in demonstration of the spirit and power. My speech. Do you remember, there was a lady that said she had pains in the leg. And I was still talking, I was still talking. And then she started screaming. Why? I said, why? He said, the thing was gone. I didn't touch her. I was just teaching her that the healing was already in the in 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 system. And she got healed. She got healed. You can't teach the word of God and say people will not be healed. Please don't let anybody deceive you. The earlier you start getting to getting the word, the better for you. If you follow after this, one day. These things, all this drama, you see it going down. You see them go down, they will start calling people to come and teach in their churches. That's what the Lord said to me. He said, People will call me to come and teach morning after morning for two weeks, and when I'm done, boom, they'll go to another place. Okay, for the perfecting of the look, the prophet is giving the gift for the perfecting of the saints for the work. Of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. This is why God has called us. He has not called you as a nation prophet. Oh. Uh, now those who want to be ahead will add one to this. Maybe you can have prophet zero. Because so. zero one, right? Show me TPT here. And their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy believers to do their own works of ministry. And as they do this, they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. This is the job of a prophet, an apostle, a teacher. Do you know who the evangelist is? Not the one who stands by the roadside to preach. That is not his job. So when we are prophesying, we, see, we say you are an evangelist. I want to be a prophet because why you think that I'll go and stand by the roadside with one shoe and you know they come to cry. No, 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 we are your coaches, we are the gift for the church. Go back to 11, look at it carefully. I'm done, I'll show you where the thing is, and I will pray. He said, and he has appointed some. With grace to be apostles. And some with grace to be prophets. And some with grace to be what? Evangelists. And some with grace to be pastors. And some with grace to be teachers. Go on. And their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy believers to do their own works of ministry. So my, my job is to equip you. To nurture you. So you can embark on the ministry that God has called you to. So the one that goes out there to win the soul. Is not me. You, I'm, I need to equip you with the word. Then you go out there and speak the word. I'm telling you. But you see. To go out there and preach the gospel. Is everybody's prerogative. The apostle, the teacher, everyone. But the Bible says that in, in 1 Peter 2:9 he said, "For he has chosen us, okay, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and so on and so it says that we may proclaim the praises of him who called us from what darkness into light. So as for that one, it is everybody, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him. Who hath called you out of darkness? So go and tell men that I have been brought out of darkness into the marvelous light. Go and tell them about the light, Jesus Christ. Go and tell them about redemption. Go and tell them about forgiveness. Go and tell them about sanctification. Go and tell them. It is everybody's job. So now we limit the outreach to evangelists. Please learn well. It's not everything you see that is right. The fact that people are doing things. God is bringing a reformation and clarity of things. Please know the truth. So that you don't just take anything. Therefore let's so don't be proud of your allegiance to any human leader. For actually you are already you already have everything. It has been for your benefit. Uh huh. Whether it is Paul or Apollos or Peter the Rock or whether it's what? The world, life or death or whether it is present or the future. So if death comes to me, I say, hey, you belong to me. Now, if it is mine, imagine your iPhone dictating to you. see because people don't know they think death is too powerful not over us because the one who has the keys of death I am a joint heir with him so death belongs to me just as it belongs to him so the keys belong to so I'm telling you you choose to die or not some of us we we are just waiting for the sound What the Bible says? You are scaring people. What if death comes to you right now? What would you do? Have you packed your things? Have you done? Where? <laughs> <laughs> Say all things are mine. Oh, yeah. Look, he said. He said the present is yours. Yet you you are worried about 2023. When he said the future belongs to you. Hmm? 2023, be good to me. Be good to me 2023. Be good to me. Bring me all the money <laughs> and all the goodies. And you are praying, cut out your power. Let everything 2020 come to me. I'm telling you, 2023 is like an empty tube, there's nothing in it's just a face. Of God's counsel of his will. In consonant with what he's doing. Because he's coming soon. So time is not yours. Time belongs to him. He puts you into time. To regulate his agenda. So 2023 is another dispensation of his glory. What he wants to do. But when you get into the 2023. I keep, I keep telling you. The devil. Demons, witches, from your father's house and mother's house, from your underground, from wherever, all of them will enter into that year called 2023. Why won't God leave them in 2022 and say, my children, come? It is impossible. Stop deceiving yourself and wishing that 2023 is bringing you something. No. You are a blessed man who is going to make 2023 fruitful. Have that mindset. Or you get BP. Now you tell us, actually, hey, April so you can see it. The question is, what what have you done? You are sleeping to cost 2023 to do. It won't happen. There are some people prayers they've been praying ten years ago. This 31st, day, they will pray that one again. See lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Then huge resolutions. It's good to have a resolution, but make sure your resolution is in line with the word. The Bible says that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. so that you may be able to prove what is good, what is acceptable will of God. So once you, by now, listen, that's why this month is a month of renewing our mind. You think it it was just for nothing? No. You are reading the word every day. You are listening to the message every day. You are getting a renewal of mind. Look at it. That ye may be, ye may Prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This one can only happen when you transform your mind with the word of God. You are not studying the word of God. You are not listening to messages. How do you expect to know God's acceptable and perfect will of God? By now you should know exactly what God wants you to do in 2023. By now. By now. You stick to the word of God and you speak in tongues. Do this. And one day before the year, and try and do this one. Find one day. Stay alone. Okay, in your room. If you, are, if you sleep with people, are done. Okay, don't turn on the light. Just get, get up or go and sit somewhere. Pick a table or something. Take a book and a pen and put it down. Don't say anything. You can't even lie on your bed. Close your eyes. And get into yourself. Don't sleep. Listen. You will be amazed. You will be at the thoughts. That the Holy Spirit will bring to your mind. Now. Why am I saying book and pen? That is the sign of your faith. That you, are, you want to hear from him. I keep telling you. How, why do you go for prayer meeting with that book and pen? Because the essence of prayer is not shouting. The essence of prayer is hearing from him. So when he speaks to you, how do you note it? When I pray, when I start praying two minutes, five minutes, I'll start hearing plenty. I'll start hearing, I'll start hearing. So what? You write. You write. If you have a a phone or whatever, you just write, you put it down. That is your sign of faith. When it comes to meditation, that's what you do. Especially into next year, when you don't know what to do. Spend one day. You do it, you come and tell me. Lie on your bed. Turn off the light. Take your phone and throw it somewhere. And lie on your bed quietly. Me, when I do, you can ask my wife, I'll cover mine. And I'll be listening. Maybe for the next 30 minutes, you won't hear anything. You see, your body will be resisting because you are used to the flesh. When you hit 45 minutes, you like, thoughts are coming to you. And these are thoughts you think your mind is not, it's not your mind, it's the Spirit of God talking to your mind. And then He tells you, you If you follow this instruction, these are what you call your resolution. Not I think I will do this. I will reach this. You, you, You can't meet them. How far do you want to go? Listen to the Holy Ghost. How far you want to go depends on the dictates of the Holy Spirit. He's the one leading you. That's his job. And they that are led by the Spirit. And spend some time to pray. Speak in tongues, alone, hide somewhere. Now, you see, you cannot do this thing genuinely when you have hatred, anger, bitterness, things over people. Because you know what? As you are praying, Satan will be reminding you three hours of prayer. You realize that you are not breaking into, into the realm because he's bringing things to you. You, you. you realize that things are not okay. You must clear all of them now to put things people, people in your uh, issues of people in your heart. It's to delay yourself from the move of the spirit. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because the devil knows that once, once he does that, you cannot move, you cannot pray. As you are praying, then you see a, a, a vision of the person. Oh. Then say, Jesus' name. Don't give the devil a place. Are you with me? I want you guys to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit before next year. So when 31st, you are dancing, you just know that the blueprint has been given. Yes. Me, I like praying three months before time. Because I might not do it properly in December. So from October, do it. Just pray. How can you say you are praying, you never hear God's voice? What is that? What is that? You, say, you pray, but you never hear His voice? No. That is why you must use the Holy Spirit. You don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know his voice. You don't know his leadings. So the same thing you are doing this year will never be different from next year. It will never be different from next year. So the result you are getting this year will not be different from next year. If you want a change, you change the way you do things. We have a few days more to three days to end of the year. Do, do any of these things. And you see results. You see, Show me TPT here. Can I show you the scripture to collect from the devil? TPT quickly. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. But be inwardly transformed by the what? The Holy Spirit. Through a what? A total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life satisfying and perfect satisfying and perfect in his eyes there are people that pray and say lord show me your will. lord i want to know your will for my life he say, stop stop that nonsense he has shown you how you can know his will he said renew your mind you will know his will you are you are you are jumping the word of god and you are going to him don't you know it is the word of God that reveals Him? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Without the Word, we couldn't know God. Where have you jumped the Word, and you are going to God and say, "Show me Your will"? It is the Word of God that reveals God, the mind, His mind, His intent, His will. So you stick to the Word, you get to know His will. Show us that glory, O oh Lord. You know that song. Show us thy glory once more let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing show us thy glory nothing will happen it's a nice song it excites the soul nothing will happen which glory again the one that he has given you all the glory in heaven that He has given you, what have you done with it? He said that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that ye may know the hope of His calling, and what is the exceeding greatness of His mighty power towards us who believe. That He wrought when He raised Jesus from dead. and if the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead resides in you, that same Spirit. Shall... So this glory is already in you. Why do you pray for the glory? Why? Do you know your prayer? Lord, teach me how to unleash the glory. Teach me how to release the glory. That should be the prayer. Not give me the glory. Teach me. Okay. So now that I have told you all these things. Say again. I won't give place to the devil. I won't give place to the devil. Now, if the devil has deceived you, And taking anything from you. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 31. Okay. So he said that men do not despise a thief. If he steals to satisfy his soul. When he is hungry. Then verse 31. But if he be found. He shall restore. He shall give all the substance of his house. Now. People that steal. Are under influence of the devil, you see that thing. So, if the devil influences you, it's not every day that is men that are stealing. I was watching a video, it was a bank, Nigeria, a woman bank. She went to rob a bank and she jumped one story. Hey, you've seen it before, you seen that one. He, she jumped and she was running, and they caught her like she can't run faster, she was big, you know. And they caught her. I was like, wow, she's she's hard, pal. So assuming Angie goes to steal something. Assuming it's not you. Like a a wounded... uh, So you see, it's not Angie that stole someone, a spirit, an influence. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, powers, dominion, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. They are the ones that will instigate and manipulate you to do that which God doesn't like. Why does he do that? Because he cannot go and hit God. Because he can't fight him. So he will use you to get to God. That's what he does. So he will make you go and steal, and then when they catch you, the consequence God will be like, "Oh my child," so that God's heart will be beating. Now, but the Bible says that when you catch the thief, now the thief is not the man; the thief is the thief who instigated this one to steal. The devil came at battle. so he's the one that's years ago, you remember Dr. Desmond and the wife, Quickie? Before, we, before they came to join the BSI, I don't know what happened, you know, they called me that there was a thief that has been coming to their home to come and steal things. So I should pray with them. And I remember one day we came from service around 11 o'clock and we prayed two hours with them on phone. We prayed and prayed and prayed and I started declaring that if he does come there again, he shall be caught. In the name of Jesus, we declared. Just the following day, the guy came back. You know what he did? He opened the window because that's what he does. And they put a stick or something to gather things. Uh-huh. This time around, when he was doing it, they woke up. The Spirit of God woke them up and they started shouting thief. So the guy turned and he was running. As he was running, he was in the same place. Yeah, he was running, he was running, he was running, but he was... So they opened the proofs, etc. And they came to catch him. You know, the thief. I know, once they catch him, the devil will leave him. They will, oh, why did I do this? Because there is a spirit that people fornicate not because of themselves, because they are influenced. People go and steal. People lie. People do all because there is a spirit. We wrestle. That's what the Bible says. We wrestle, yeah, not with human, but with principalities, powers, dominion. And he mentioned these three. And I like the way Paul mentioned it. He mentioned the lowest to the highest. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Then he said, against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness, and against spiritual wickedness. Spiritual wickedness is the highest. Then it comes to um, rulers of darkness. Then it comes to powers. Then it comes to the small ones, principality. They never mention which, <laughs> which is which doesn't qualify on the demonic organogram. But they are the other ones you are afraid of. One catch them. That's how they appear like lice. They appear like birds. Like all lot of the crazy things. The principality doesn't appear like that.
0: for listening to this message we believe you have been blessed by it we are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us you will fall in love with our wednesday teaching service christian Raymond night at 6 p.m encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on friday at 6 p.m and sit under the rain of heaven in our Frenessa service on sunday at 8 a.m Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet danny Ljedu, and on Instagram at Prophet danny L-J-D-U. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org you can contact word and spirit international on 233 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-275100800. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a Write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org. You are made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.